Welcome to the podcast that showcases the rural town careers and opportunities you need to know about. Welcome to What's Your 9 to 5. Hey everybody and welcome back to the What's Your 9 to 5 podcast. I'm Georgia. And I'm Karis. And today we're going to be interviewing Cornelia Johnson. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me today. So we're going to start off by asking, what is your 9 to 5? I am a wedding planner here in Grey Bruce. So what, like, how long does that take? What is, what does this job entail? Yeah, so as a wedding planner, I feel we wear all types of different hats on the wedding day and leading <laughs> up to the, leading up to the wedding, I should say. Um, so as a part of my job, my biggest priority is obviously my clients and creating a beautiful day for them. And for... I guess, like, do you want to do you want to know about like leading up to the wedding on the wedding day? Yeah, just everything in general. Everything in general, okay. <laughs> All right. So, as a wedding planner, um, I have uh, different uh, scopes of work that I do. So, s- some things align more with planning and coordinating the actual day, and some align with designing the day as well. And with designing the day, that we take care of the visual aspects and like the feeling of the space. So we talk about, uh, you know, everything from linens and napkins to flowers and stationery. What does the client want? And how does it, how does their day look? So we kind of work through all of those details to basically create a beautiful day. And then on, on the other side, we have planning the wedding and that my, my biggest priority is liaisoning with the other vendors and you know maybe booking them and coordinating with them so everything like caterers to florists um, and officiants what else we have makeup artists hair artists all of those all of those things um and how did you get started as a wedding planner like what inspired you to be one that is a great question. So I think my biggest inspiration to becoming a wedding planner was planning my own wedding and I some other colleagues of mine who are also wedding planners, I feel it's a very popular way to get into the industry. <laughs> um, and however, what really inspired me was designing designing events and having like, having fabulous parties, seamless coordination and execution um, of those events. And prior to um, starting my own business, I used to work in corporate event planning, and that's how I kind of got you know, as the expression goes, my feet wet into what does it take to actually be an event planner? And I also always wanted to have my own business. I feel I had this entrepreneurial spirit in me that I wanted to pursue something on my own. And for for like two years, I was like, what do I, what do I want to do? And I'm like, do I want to do this or do I want to do this? And then at this time, I was planning my own wedding and I was just like, in love <laughs> with all of those aspects. So that's that's really what kind of uh, got me started and thinking about, okay, well, how do I do this as a, as a job? Yeah, I've always loved event planning as well. Like when I was 10 years old, planning my birthday party was yes. like a big thing for me. And I would get upset <laughs> if it didn't go the way that I wanted as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you know, you always start with like your own events, even if yeah. it's like a you know, Christmas dinner um, or yeah, like you said, birthday parties. Yeah. 
I'm always was the one to like make the table pretty and <laughs> yeah exactly exactly. <laughs> and what does an average day in the life look like for you? All right, yeah, I love this question, and I giggled when you had sent me the questions beforehand. <laughs> what does an average day look like? And uh, it is so varied. Like every day is a bit different, um, especially right now because I have a four month old. So it really does keep me on my toes <laughs> throughout the day, and. Um, my average work day right now is not starting until the baby goes to bed. <laughs> but besides that, uh, on a typical day, I do emails. Um, I start my day by doing emails and getting caught up on all the communication aspects um, that I have kind of on the go because it's always important to get back to everyone. And then I kind of go to my to-do list. And right now, wedding season for me starts in two weeks. So it's prime time to getting everything ready for the year. And so the way that I do things is I primarily work in chronological order. Um, you know, what events coming up next, what do I need to do for that, um, as well as, you know, what kind of behind the scenes business things do I have to basically keep my business running. And yeah, so you know, I have checklists, go through the checklist, okay, what needs to be done today, what's the next event coming up, um, and just like kind of in a process of, you know, where are each of my weddings and um, what do they need? So how do you decide like color schemes and wedding themes? Like where do you begin with that stuff? The client, yeah. <laughs> so um, there's a few, I guess, different approaches to coming up with a color scheme for a wedding or a design as I mentioned yeah it's always inspired by the client and they they either come to me and say I have this this specific color in mind or they say I have no clue at all so you, you get both sides you know it's either one or the other <laughs> and um, if they come to me with something very specific in mind well that's great and what I usually always try to do is you know, elevate it a little bit from, from what they bring me. And we kind of talk through the, those colors that they want. Or if they say, I have no idea at all, I usually start asking them questions about what inspires them and what what do they like? Like, do they have a favorite color? Um, are they, do they like nature, m music, art? And all of those things, we can finally lead to some type of inspired design. Their day is a reflection of them. So kind of asking them like, what, like, well, what do you like? And kind of going from there creates the, creates the best design for them. So this might be like a difficult question, mm -hmm. but because you have so much experience with wedding planning, if a client comes to you and says they want something and you think that might not work or it might look weird or something like that, how much say do you have in that? And is it difficult to tell them that you don't think their idea is a great idea? Oh, yes, that's very <laughs> difficult. <laughs> However, uh, it is something I have gotten better with over the years. So I think starting out, I was always too nervous, like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, we'll do whatever you want. However, more recently, I have become or of the mindset they have come to me as a wedding professional so I'm going to give them my advice and when they do come to me with an idea that I don't think is 
me the greatest, I'm going to tell them in a polite way. Um, and what I try to do is offer different solutions or other ideas that they may like. And I find the clients that come to me wanting design, they, they've obviously been attracted to something in my portfolio that says, I want that. So when they show me something that's not that, it's like, okay, let, let's try to find a common ground here. Like, is there different aspects of this that you like? And just trying to find a compromise with basically, what do you like, but then how can we make it fit with the rest of your wedding? Yeah. And have you ever traveled out of the country for this job? I have not traveled out of the country for this job, no. Hopefully soon. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> what are your fa- favorite and least favorite parts of the job? My favorite is when I see a design come to life or, or the actual wedding happen. And the reason that's my favorite is because so much time, energy, love, and money has been put into creating a wedding. And it's also, it's also, uh, as like an artist or creative, being able to see something come to life, like taking a vision that's in your mind, and then actually seeing it in person, like there's nothing like it. Yeah. As for my least favorite, I'm going to say the emails. <laughs> the emails, yes. Um, I find, yeah, there's a lot of them. And sometimes I, you get buried in emails, I find. And then, you know, that's not the fun part of the job. So <laughs> yeah. the creating and planning is. And um, do you have a specific wedding that you've planned that you remember seeing come to life and you were like this is why I chose this job oh yes um a specific wedding yes it was one last fall that I did at the art gallery of Hamilton and that one was a special one because obviously as we all know the past couple years like going through COVID we've had you know planning and replanning and replanning again so with like a date change and taking it from what was going to be a spring wedding to a fall wedding we we've planned it twice and what was so special about that one was was the way that we were able to take different ideas um, and different types of wedding themes and basically combine it into one. So it was very modern and also um, very like secret garden, which is a lot of times tied to more classical, timeless type weddings. And we also had a little bit of minimalism in there and and the clients told me, oh, I love Art Deco. So, and I was like, okay, we have a lot of things going on here. We got minimal, we got modern, we got Art Deco. So I was like, okay, how do I you know, take all of these things and put it, put it together? So for that one, yes, seeing that one come to life was very special because I had also created the stationery for it. And they also were like, told me, I don't like flowers. I'm like, okay, well, how are we going to make a secret garden without flowers? So, you know, that's the whole compromise part I spoke of. We ended up putting a few roses in, but, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, yeah, yeah, that one was very special um, seeing come to life because I was able to work with 
uh, new vendors down in the Hamilton area. And so that expanded my network as well. And I had access to some things that I usually don't, I don't have access to here in, in Great Bruce. Um, and some of those things were cutlery, like this probably sounds so silly, but um, yeah, you know, different types of cutlery. We had yeah. new napkin colors. I had uh, linens I never worked with before. So being able to work with all these new new textiles and individuals as well kind of was like oh my gosh this is why I do this because the event was absolutely seamless great planning amazing clients and and a beautiful design that sounds really beautiful um have you always wanted to be a wedding planner uh I'm gonna I'm no no I haven't (laughs) actually (laughs) I I did not well I should always say I always wanted like I mentioned, always wanted to do something of my own. Um, and I was always in event planning, um, looking back upon uh, different types of jobs that I had, um, all the way back to even high school jobs. And I was like, okay, what did all of these have in common? And it just came down to planning. Like I was just always planning something. Um, some of my first jobs um, when I was a teenager was actually working with other youth and children. So I planned like summer camps and then I got on to um, doing more corporate events. And then I was like, yeah, I'm always just planning and organizing something. This must be the common theme. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I was drawn to wedding uh, eventually when I had made this like, aha, this aha moment, you know, oh my gosh, I'm always planning things. Um, because of of the design aspects to it uh, you know you know there's nothing like a fabulous party yeah <laughs> if you could have any other career what would it be oh yes um i'm gonna say i wish i think maybe a teacher when yeah. when i was in university i had actually was thinking about becoming a teacher um, like I meant because I was working with because I was working with youth um, while while I was in in high school and post-secondary and yeah so I think if I wasn't a wedding planner I probably would have would have pursued that and become a teacher do you have any funny or memorable stories from the job oh yes <laughs> um Yes, you're probably all wondering, do I, did I ever have any bridezillas? Yes. <laughs> um, however, I'm not going to share those stories um, because I don't even like the term bridezilla. But yes, funny stories. Um, I'm going to tell you, okay, I have two that I'm going to share today. And the first one was actually from my very first wedding ever. And I learned a really big lesson on this day. And what had happened was... Leading up to the wedding, I usually, you know, go through all my checks with my clients. And I was like, okay, yeah, so, like, you talk to the officiant, and, like, you have all the paperwork that you need to get married. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, great. And it's literally the Saturday of the wedding. And I was, they asked me for, or no, how did it go? Basically, we came down to it. They did not have the right paper to actually get married. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they did not go to the city hall and get uh, the marriage license. And I was like, oh my God, 
you were not getting married today. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, miscommunication amongst the officiant and the and and the clients to be like, uh oh, we did not get the right paperwork, which I think is like absolutely crazy. I think that should be an officiant's job. However, but the lesson I learned on this day is, as a wedding planner, like you are responsible for everything and even other vendors too. Like when something goes wrong, like they come to you and yes, now I like ask them every client like three times, like, did you get the marriage license? Did you get the marriage license? (laughs) Because at the end of it all, like they're doing this to get married. Uh, So if you don't have the paper to get legally married, like, well, that, that's just not great. (laughs) And then another, another very memorable story that I have was have was from a wedding that I did last summer and this was also again a wedding that had to be uh, replanned and on this day I had beautiful sunshine and absolutely torrential rain downpour and we started the ceremony three times (laughs) until it actually got started because of the rain. So the first time the guests were all sitting in their seats and then absolutely rain came down and then they all ran in the tent and we're like, okay, let's try again once the rain had passed. And And then this time there's actually some, some guests or people are part of the processional already walking down the aisle and it rained all over again and they all literally came running back into the tent I'm like oh my gosh like (laughs) we're never going to get this wedding done and so you know being the wedding planner like I mentioned you are responsible for the entire day no matter what so it's on me okay how am I going to problem solve because now I have about 100 guests with a soaking wet underneath a tent and what am I going to do so you know quickly with the caterer get some app appetizers out and you know open up the bar we had some live music got so that they were able to guests were able to enjoy that however so that was great to get the guests settled and organized but my the priority is always the couple getting married so on this particular day i had a bride and a groom and emotions you know obviously run high because you know they already postponed a year and here we are and we haven't even got down the aisle <laughs> after two chances. And then, however, you know, the third time, as I say, third time's a charm. And finally, we were able to to walk down the aisle and they were able to get married. And it was, and it was an amazing day. But, yeah, that one was definitely memorable and stressful. <laughs> so do you normally stay for the weddings? Yes. I average about, on the, on the actual wedding day, I plan for 10 to 12 hours. So... I usually am there until like 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Um, I do head home at that point in time because all of, you know, the big events are done and people are just, you know, partying and socializing. So I don't want to just be like the random person standing around. (laughs) So, yes, at at that point of the day, I, I do head home. And have you ever watched somebody object to a wedding that you had planned? I wouldn't say object to a wedding that I had planned, but maybe to some uh, certain ideas or or how how some things happened as they played out during the wedding day. Yeah. And I always just take those as a learning experience. Uh, some things on the wedding day, they want it to be perfect. You know, they've been dreaming yeah. about this day for for such a long time. 
And I always say to my clients, you, you got you have to trust me and that you know I have your best interests in mind. And one of the things that a bride had once objected to in this this is such a a small aspect, but these are the types of things that wedding planners deal with. So they objected to the the time the truffle fries were served. So you're probably thinking, oh my gosh, it's such a small detail. But yes, honestly, the events are all about the details. And yes, they were upset that it was at, you know, not this time and not the not the time they had in mind. So yes, in those aspects, yeah, it, it's not fun, obviously, yeah. when something doesn't go go well or, or your client is not happy. But uh I think through, through that, uh, it, you know, if anyone, anyone's out there and get, getting married, trust your trust your runners that they're going yeah. to make the right decision for you, and and also, uh, you know, enjoy your day. You don't don't stress about those little things because it it doesn't really it doesn't matter at the end. The most important thing is that you know you're getting married, uh, and you married them the love of your life, and that. Yeah, you have professionals taking care of all the little things. Yeah. And the last question is, how would someone book you as their wedding planner? The best way to get a hold of me is through my website. <laughs> I, there's like, I have a contact form on there and, you know, spell it out. Um, however, uh, you know, also active on Instagram. So a lot of people reach out to me through Instagram as well. Just send me a message. Um yeah, honestly, that, that's probably the best way to get a hold of me is through my website. All right. So those are the questions we have for you. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. I know I had a lot of fun learning more about wedding planner, wedding planning and what it's like in a wedding planner's day-to-day life. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. This was fun. It's a really cool episode. And for our listeners, we have a question for you. If you have an answer and would like to share it, go to our Instagram page at what's your nine to five. We'd love to hear your guys' answers. The question is, what would, what theme would your wedding be? I think my theme would be like timeless and like classical. Like you said, like I would, that's what I would want my wedding to be like in the summer. I don't really have a theme, but <laughs> I, I want a winter wedding. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like I- the snow. Oh my god, winter winter weddings I find are so magical. You know, yeah, the snow is just like perfectly falling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We'll see you next week on What's Your Nine to Five.